Today is Samach Bav Amud Beis Chazora and Samach Zayin Amud Aleph is the new Amud. Let's start with Samach Bav Amud Beis. On the top, um, we were dealing with the smuchos that the bilateral, you know, amputee has to use. Um, and since he really leans on those sometimes, they're the shoes, and he sometimes leans on them. Um, so they're shoes, and he can't go into the Azara. Now, is it just the shoes? Gemara or... reminds me of something that I'm, I used to witness myself, actually. I'm sorry. Let me look at you. I'm just saying this, this piece of Gemara reminds me of what I've witnessed once back in my old days. Yeah, what what's that? Well, I mean, again, the, uh, it looks like there was a, so these amputees, and they are, uh, use, some, use some sort of uh, push blocks or something, and they mount themselves on, on uh yeah, but I think the Gemara said earlier that those are not minolim because they're not on the foot. Remember? We said anything that's not on the foot is okay. It's not called a minolim. You can go to Harabayas. Uh -huh. Besides those blocks that he uses to propel himself with his hands and the kisei, there are these shoes. The picture on Orisa had it. Like these shoes, uh, just to, you know, to cover up the fact that he has a uh, that he has no feet. Mm -hmm. And apparently sometimes he leans on them. And if he leans on them, so they have the status of a minnow and um and it can't go on Harabayas. Uh, this is just for uh feet, right? It's not for legs. Right? He has legs, he just doesn't have any feet. Right, right. Okay. Only feet. Right. The whole sugar, he wasn't, we're not talking about his, like, right below the knee. We're mm -hmm. talking about just from the ankle down. Okay. <clears throat> now, here I see, he has it here in the article, the chair and the leg supports. Well, those are Tamea Medris, because he's definitely leaning on them. But I think you must say that it's the shoes, because Rashi already established that it's it's not on it's not on the foot. It's not called a minnow. Lagabi going on to the, to the Azara, <clears throat> and that's really the Gemara. The Gemara has a an opposing view that he can go on the Azara, and Rabbi Yochanan argues no. If he could be chayletzis with that, it's called a minnow. She's chayletzis with that. It's a minnow. So if it's a minhole for going on the Azara. Then we said, look them in a tahira, look them in our, uh, well, Gemarath gives three different definitions of that. Either some kind of donkey that the guy rides on on his shoulders, the donkey puts the donkey on his, on his shoulders, it looks like the donkey is riding on him, probably a, probably a toy donkey. That's one definition. Or... Uh, like stilts or, or a mask. And all those things are not kalim for any particular use. 
they're not they're not a talk shit for him because he's only using it to entertain. He would walk out with that. So therefore, they're tahorim. They're not makabel tuma. And you can't go out on Shabbos with them either. Talk to Mishnah. Mishnah says the bonim yotzim b'ksharim. So first, what does that mean? So first, the Gemara says the kesharim are stalks of a certain plant that are used for a rafua. The Gemara rejects that because if it's a plant used for rafua, number one, why would it be only for bonim and not bonos? And why would it be katanim and not gedolim? Okay, and just by the way. These plants, I mean, not that these plants don't work, because there's has a discussion that if it's three stalks, uh, what they do is they they kind of make a knot. That's why it's called kasharim. They take stalks from this plant, make a knot, and put it around the person's neck. And it's a rafua. Rashi says he doesn't know why, for what, for what ailment, but it's a rafua. And uh, the Gemara says three stalks tied up, will prevent the, the disease from getting worse. Five cures it, and seven is good even for kshafa. Um Okay, but the Gemara, as I mentioned, rejects that shot in the Mishnah of what Kisharim are. That doesn't mean we pointed out that the Kisharim don't work, because, I mean, Abayi's mother told him the three, three prevents it from getting worse, five is you know, curative shivas for kshafim. We're just saying that's not our Mishnah because if it's our Mishnah, it wouldn't be dafka banim. Okay. So what's kshafim? The Gemara says it's something that the it's it's the father takes off one of the straps from his right foot and puts it on his son's left arm. The way to remember that is like tefillin. It goes on the left arm. And what is that for? It's a, for a son that has like separation anxiety from a father. This is a father terribly. Okay, why is Dafka's son? Interesting, we saw the Rashi says it's not Shaykh for a girl because a, a father doesn't love his daughters as much to begin mm. with. Therefore, yeah, look at the Rashi. Gagun. Yeah, it's fascinating. love. He doesn't love, you know, there's not so, there's not the, the tremendous attachment to a daughter as there is to a son. And that's why this is a particular refuer for Bonham. That's why the Mishnah says Bonham. And then, interestingly, if you put the this strap from the father's right foot on the right hand of the son, it makes his his problem worse. So whatever for whatever reason, a schoolistic thing, supernatural. Okay. Then the one goes through a couple of things that are muted to do on Shabbos. If you take a cup, put some hot water in it, pour the hot water out, and then put it on the belly button of somebody on Shabbos, it's okay. And what does that do? It causes the intestines to rise up and 
and put it puts them in the right place for a person who has problem with his belly um, intestinal problems um, and we pointed out it's not refua plus a couple of other things that we're going to mention I get out to do refua on Shabbos the refua on Shabbos is only when there is a possibility that you might take salmonim, you know, some herbs, so a pill. In our days, let's call it a pill. And you know the problem with pill. You might grind herbs and, and, and make refua. But for illnesses, that that's not even on the, you know, radar, because that's not how it's cured, then there's no gazera. That's interesting. Interesting um, idea that comes out of this. Ram, the Rambam and the Meshavur brings it. This idea. Only refuah where it's possible that you might take some salmonim for it to heal it. Then we have the Xera, you might grind you know, the medicine up on Shabbos. Right? The Xera of refuah is because of shrikas salmonim. Grinding the the herbs. Okay? So therefore that's one thing. Next thing the Gemara says, Mutu Losuch Shemenu Melech Bishabis. You can put Shemen and Melach on your palms and your feet. And what does it do? It if a person is drunk, it uh, it eases his state of drunkenness. And once you put it on the palms of the hands and the feet, the Gemara gives kind of a lachash, an incantation that you say. You say just like this oil that I'm putting on the hands and the feet, it's going to become liquefied and clearer. So to the wine within this person should become, you know, clearer, you know, become less potent. And if he doesn't have those things, if he doesn't have, you know, melach or shaman, he should bring Shia Dedana, a the Magufas Achavis, the the top of a the lid of a chavis, and dip it in water, and say it, another incantation, just like this water is going to dissolve, make the lid thinner. So too, because the lid is made of like probably clay, so too it should dissolve, and make the uh, wine. Plony blast bar plonus thinner, and um, that's one. Now, next thing, mutalachanik b'shabes. You're allowed to literally strangle on Shabbos. Now, Rashi says it's not literal. It means, um, it means hang somebody from their head if they have a vertebrae that fell in towards their throat and it's hard for them to swallow or breathe or whatever to straighten them out like it sounds like traction you can hang them from their head on Shabbos so it looks like you're 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 hanging them you know you're choking them but it's not that there are others I think the Ron learns that Taka means choking is some kind of medicinal benefit of that not the death but choking them okay this too, the Rambam says, I brought down, I think in the Mishnah Berurah, that um, this is not something that lends itself at all to any medicine. 
you know, so there won't be any danger of Shechikah Samamanim and its mutter. <clears throat> then the Gemara brought another case. Lefufe Yunuka B'Shabata. Lefufe Yunuka means to swaddle the baby with, you know, you put the cloth around and blankets around the kid and straighten his limbs, which they, they do nowadays for infants, because infants suffer trauma during childbirth. And their limbs could be a little out of shape and soft. And this kind of straightens them out and puts them in the right position. You're allowed to do that on Shabbos. Um, yeah. Then Abayi says, my mother told me, we pointed out Abayi's mother, real mother, died in childbirth. But whenever the Gemara says about Abaya Amrli Aim, it means the one who raised him. Anytime there's an incantation um, that you use, you always use the mother's name. So you say, you know, Plony Bar Plonis. Like we do when you want, anytime you're dobbing for a fuah to someone, you're dobbing with the mother's name. Okay, and it, and it's interesting. The reason you call an incantation mignone, which really literally means counting, is because all incantations are uh, something that are numbered. You know, the, it's usually do it three times, do it five. You know, say this three times, say this five times, something. You know, so they call uh, mignone. The other thing that his mother told him was. Anytime you have these kisharim, like we saw by the um, by the son who has gaguim for a father, always put on the small, put on the left arm. So putting on the right arm makes it worse. And Abai says, my mother told me, anytime the the minion, the amount of times you're supposed to say the lachash is specified. So do as specified. But if there's, it wasn't specified and it was left open, do it 41 times. Stam, most lachashim, I guess, you got to say 41 times. If it's not specified, it's 41. Okay. You can go out. Bryce says, Tanarabana, Yoitzim be'evin takuma. The Shabbos. An evin takuma is the evin that the women carry um, that are pregnant in order that they should miscarry. And different shotim on what this is, some say it's an evan, some kind of diamond, some say it's an evan within an evan, almost like a bell. Um, but it works to prevent miscarriages. And not only that works, but if you have something that's exactly the same weight as that Evan Takuma, that'll work too. The Gemara asks, what if it's the same weight as the as the counterweight? Though you, you weigh the the first weight is what you weigh against the Evan Takuma. But what about if you weight a weight you, you weigh a weight against the weight? Will that also work? And that Gemara says take it. We don't know if that'll work. Um <clears throat> And not only this can be used for pregnant women, it can be used, it doesn't mean that she once had miscarriages. It could be as preventative medicine. Not only that, it could be, you could put it on a, a woman that has never, is not even pregnant. 
because maybe she will get pregnant. Maybe she doesn't know about it. And she'll miscarry. So you can use it preventatively also, the Gemara says. Um, then the Gemara gets into this fever, which we're going to get into today. A one-day fever. Fever that has the last uh, one day. His mother told him, Abai's mother told him for Ishtabas Yoime. Not one day. It means it strikes daily. A daily fever. That's what it means. Bas Yoime. It means every day the person gets fever. So here the Gemara has an involved thing here. You take a <clears throat> freshly minted zuz coin, go to the place where they evaporated a lot of water and it's full of salt. Rashi gives the whole shot. You kind of divert some water from the sea into a pool and then you, you know, close it up. So they have a pool of water. The, the, the Shemesh will evaporate the water and you're left off with a, you know, a, a lot of salt. <clears throat> so go to that place and weigh the Zuz. Take a Zuz weight of the salt uh, and, um, and tie that around your neck with a strand of hair. That'll work and get rid of the fever. If you don't have those things, go to the crosswords. Look at look for a an ant, a large ant that's carrying something. Take the ant, put him into a copper pipe, seal it with lead, then seal it multiple times with other things. Just keep sealing it one seal after the other, and shake it up. And then um, carry it and say, what I'm carrying is on you. The ant should go on, what I'm carrying, meaning the illness, should go go on you, the ant. And, to another, and what you're carrying should come on me. So whatever the ant was carrying will go on the person, and whatever the person's carrying, namely the disease, this daily fever, will go on the end. But Rav Ravuna says, don't, to the Ravashi, don't, don't do that, because maybe this ant has already been used, and this ant is carrying somebody else's daily fever. How do you know? Maybe you picked up the wrong ant. Maybe somebody, somebody used this ant already to cure their fever. So therefore, don't say, Whatever is on you should become on me. No, you say, Ant, whatever is on you should be yours, and whatever is on me should be yours also. Okay, if you don't have that, you don't find an ant, take a barrel of, a new barrel, a new kuza, and um, what's a kuza? Like a jug, I think. Um, a new earthenware vessel, yeah, and um, <clears throat> go to the river and say to the river, river, 
you know, lend me a, a, a jug of water to for the urcha. Gemara uses this term urcha, which means just occurrence, um, but the routine really, meaning the daily illness that has come upon me. Lend me a vessel full of water to heal the routine, the, the illness that has come upon me. And circle the vessel seven times around the head and then throw it behind him and say, river, river, take the water, in other words, throw the water back, take the water that I gave you and um, and uh, what do you call it? for in exchange for the illness that I have. Um, and then he says, he continues to say, it came to me also beyond me, beyond me also, beyond me also. And it came to me uh, on a certain day, and it's going to go, it's going to leave on a certain day. Okay. Whatever that all means. I'm a Rav Huna. Okay, that's Samach Vavah Mabez.